Hello, darlings. I hope everything is just going well. Thank you so much for tuning in to season three, episode two. Um, I'm just excited to, to be back. Um, I really appreciate all of the love that I received on episode one. It was super dope. All the questions that we received and I'll be addressing those at a later date. Um, but I'm really excited for my guest today. Um, I have known about him and of him for a while, but I finally got the opportunity to sit him down and really just pick his brain. That's what we'll be doing um, in this episode about his business, about his background, his life. Um, and I'm just really grateful that he's decided to, to join the Hello Darling family and, and speak to my listeners today. Um, so again, I just wanna say, a huge thank you. We always start off each episode with a spirit of gratitude. So um, now I, I want to just go ahead and introduce uh, Mr. Hassani. I appreciate you, appreciate um, you. Uh, for being here. Um, and I just want to kind of throw you into it. Right. I want you to tell my okay. listeners just a little bit about yourself, where you're from. Um, so yeah, go ahead. Uh, a little bit about me. I'm from Albany, Georgia. Uh, went to school at Valdosta. Yeah. Learned a lot of life life lessons. Uh, grew up in Albany. Spent a lot of time in the country. In my grandma's house. Went to church every Sunday. <laughs> you know, so I learned a lot about the Lord, you know. But yeah. um, growing up, my mom used to tell me a lot of times about, like, you know, she worked at the factory. And I was like, I'm just going to work at a factory like you. Because uh, everybody, everybody in the city was like, she worked at Procter & Gamble. Mm-hmm. Procter & Gamble, and that was, like, one of the higher-paying jobs in the city, I guess. So everybody in the in the small town of Albany was like, your mom make good money. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do that. But then yeah. she always stressed to me, you know, um, that she didn't want me to do that. She mm-hmm. wanted me to be able to like go to college and do some, you know, just do something different and just um, grow your wings out and whatnot. But uh, you know, she always kind of like let me know like I was kind of like I was creative, you know, mm-hmm. like whenever like I dress nice, she encouraged that like. Um, dressing up, dressing up for church, you know, dressing up for school, you know, like I know that was sometimes that I knew that that was like, you know, that was dressing was like kind of a thing that like, you know, it kind of, it's like, it's, it was my thing, I guess. Yeah. It was like one of my things, you know, I, I, I didn't win best dress, but like, I mean, it was like, you know, okay, you were swagged up. Dressed. Yeah. He got clothes, you know, so yeah, if I had more money, I would have definitely been probably best dressed, but you know, but okay. yeah, I was like one of the outlets. I always like clothes. Love that. So let's talk a little bit about like how we know each other. So mm-hmm. right, we connected at Valdosta. Mm-hmm. Um, tell them, you know, what you graduated with, and then we can kind of switch into how did you get your start into entrepreneurship? Because you kind of just touched on it a little bit. Right. We have some similar backgrounds regarding um, our parents being blue collar workers. They were making good money, um, but then we we they made a lot of sacrifices, right, for us to be where we're at today. And right. um, so we can get the more exposure and kind of change things for our family. So I can completely relate to that. But let's talk about our history a little bit. We met at Velasta. Right. So I knew you. Yeah. I, it's, it's, I mean, I know I, I knew of you and, like, my idea of, of you was like, okay, the SGA president oh. and AKA, you know, yeah. that's all I pretty much knew. So it was like, uh, this good girl persona. Mm-hmm. Persona. 
I'm screaming, y'all. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm still a, a good, a good woman. You know, I, I don't know. Woman, you know, you just had that girl. <laughs> if I could think of somebody that that got that, but I, I can't think of them right now. I'm yeah. Not, but like, you know, that's that that was my idea. You know. Yeah. I'm just judging the book by its cover. For sure. But um, yeah, and you know, I've been following you on Instagram, so I've been Same. seeing you, and uh. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really, that's really how much I know you, and then now I start to know you more, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. So, literally, same, um, had heard of you, heard of your brand. Right. And always saw people wearing your brand. I was like, mm-hmm. You talking about college or? Yeah, college, okay, in college. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, who, who is he? Mm-hmm. And we actually really kind of didn't figure it out until maybe like a month ago that we really didn't like we i think saw each other in passing but we didn't know each other yeah i can't remember but i know i've been losing my memory a lot lately but <laughs> i've been doing a lot I'm but so like, so when i was little i used to remember everything but i'm sure that i'm sure like i feel like we at least in passing but for me i can't what pull year, out what one year did you start, start college? i started in 2014 and graduated in 2018 so, so i was a little bit so yeah we probably, we probably when were you the sga president 2016, 17, then 17 to 18 for two years. Mm. Well, I guess, you know, I, I graduated 15. Yeah. Oh, I was still there working at Sprint. Yep. And I was still, like, involved with the new. So, okay. you know, when you first graduate, you still know you a little something that's going on. Exactly. Especially now that we have Instagram and yeah. social media like that. So, yeah, so that's how I knew. That's how I knew. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, so you mentioned graduating, right? And then working at Sprint. And then, um, I mean, you already kind of had the business kind of going on. So yeah. take me to the very beginning stages of O'Baron. Like, very, where did the idea come from? Yeah, take me very beginning stages. So the very, very beginning, mm-hmm. you know, actually it started, it was me and another guy named John. Okay. Uh, he's not a part anymore. Okay. Uh, shot to do his own thing. Gotcha. But, uh, Didn't know that. Good yeah. information. So he had, he decided, he said he wanted to have a clothing brand and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So he had got some uh, shirts done at Boardwalk. Okay. You I know, remember that. Uh, <laughs> it was the, yeah. You yeah. Know, everybody first brand, you know. Yep. The typical t shirts. Um, had like a silhouette of a bear on his on the shirt. Mm-hmm. And it was called Rare Riches. Okay. And so he came to my house with it. And I was like, bro, we can, you know, do it 50 50. Mm hmm. But we need to change the name, though, because I was more popular on campus and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, we was good friends. And so, like, just from me being more popular and then, like, him wanted, him wanted to do it and I wanted to do it, too. So, we put those together. Um, I looked on the internet and uh, I saw some names. Since it was a bear on it, we uh, decided to go with, it was either O'Baron okay. or The Barons. You know, at that time, Sun and... The hundreds and everything like that was, that was real, real big, you know. So that's kind of like how we played on it. Mm-hmm. At first, it was called O'Baron Reserves, like kind of like Diamond Supply. Okay. Um, and it was, we were like kind of like playing on like the Bears being in the forest and things like that. Something like they I have reserves. That. They have reserves in the forest. Okay. Or in the in the woods and whatnot. And so we were playing with that, you know, because I was just like, man, rare, he had rare, he said he wanted to call it Rare Riches, but mm-hmm. I was like, bro. It's not. It's so many names like that that done came to love, and that's not going to last a long time. So. Exactly. It makes me think of also like Rick Ross when, yeah. like, like the riches that this always, like, isn't it rich forever for him? Yeah, that's just, his... yeah, he, that his work, but there's a lot of other brands like that. Exactly. I don't want to call no names because I don't want to yeah. make it. 
make it seem like I'm throwing shade, but not. Yeah. That's what it is, though. They not here anymore. Yeah. Um, and it's still brands like that, and I just never wanted to be that. I know we was like, we uh, show love was on campus first, and I thought that was a creative way, and so that's why it was overbearing reserved. Okay. And uh, this was before I was a capital, but I, we were like online. Mm-hmm. So I still kind of had like line brothers, I guess. <laughs> so <laughs> I told all my line brothers to uh, to post to post it on Instagram mm-hmm. uh, because this was this, that that it was uh, fall fourteen that that year was supposed to cross, but something happened mm-hmm. um, and we did it. So we was together that whole summer and we had got close. So that was cool with me and uh, I told them to post it all on Instagram. Instagram wasn't it what it was today definitely not they posted it. i had my friends posted it post, yeah and uh and it was just it kind of like it's you know from there we took a that skrill skrilla skrill davis he had just got his uh camera mm-hmm. he was there at the first photo shoot we did okay. the photos like i mean i was a popular guy i think skrill had just got people started knowing him for his camera work you mm-hmm. know and people i i mean i think a lot of people like me you know yeah you know, some people probably didn't like me, but a lot of people did like me. And then I start, I just start like doing more things on campus and like you know, hosting and different yeah. things like that. So that that took it a long way. And I think at the time the designs were cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it was uh, show love at like one design they did, but we would do a lot of different designs. We yeah. would always come in like you know we was, we weren't making no money. We were selling shirts for like twenty dollars, but I mean people. I remember those money. days. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those days. Twenty dollar t shirts. Okay, the price yeah. then went up a little bit. Okay. Back then, people didn't even want to pay twenty dollars. <laughs> so they wanted like fifteen. But I, mean, I believe it. I believe it. So I mean, honestly, it sounds like a, a mixture of things, right? So you yeah. had a partner at first, yeah, and but you were kind of really kind of convicted to kind of do your own thing come up with something that you felt like was gonna really stand the the test of time yeah you used your own like charisma your own personality mm-hmm. to kind of gain a following mm-hmm. and then i'm assuming you were using your audience to kind of test out different things you didn't just have that one design to kind of feel like figure out what they liked what they didn't like did that inspire you know your next moves i'm assuming so yeah, sort I mean, of. it was sort of, you know, we if, you know, if I would have, so I went to school, but I wish I would have really been in school, probably took like some accounting classes, but I mean. Okay. So what did you major in? I, I majored in communication. Okay. But, you know, I, I feel like the stuff I learned out of the classroom was really way better for me because like growing up, like my mama, like kind of sheltered, but I didn't really start doing things like my junior, senior year in high school for mm-hmm. real, for real. Okay. And so like then it was just like on your own it's just I think for everybody though yeah and you just learn so much stuff and I think that that taught me and just and like just really being out and just meeting friends you know mm-hmm. networking those, those connections still uh, working with me to this day yeah you know so I feel like that was but I like the the stuff that I know now stuff that I'm learning and reading about now mm-hmm. is like stuff that I I probably could have learned better yeah in college and did and applied it back then but then maybe if I took it too serious back then it could be it wouldn't, it wouldn't be where it was now and like hmm. I wouldn't have grown you know it was just had to learn all those lessons because you know we were just doing it for Life. fun and whatnot you know exactly so you had to have those experiences so that yeah. makes me think then what is your advice 
for a young entrepreneur like coming up. I mean, you're you're in those shoes yourself, but I mean, you went to college, you got the degree, but right. you're also saying like I'm appreciative of that degree, but I learned a lot of the things that's helping me scale up my business right. outside of that. So if you could just give, I guess, one gem to to the next young entrepreneur, I mean, what would that be? One gem, if like if you really want to do it, uh, you just keep going. Just okay. Keep going. I mean, that that a lot of things fall up under that because if you're gonna keep going, you're gonna have to. I mean, if you, if you just got a T-shirt with your name on it, and people not buying it, you're gonna have to make the T-shirt better. Correct. You're gonna do better things. You know, you got to work and put money into it. But if you just keep going and staying consistent with it, I think that's the thing. You know, and uh, one thing Skrill told me was just like fall in love with it. You know, mm-hmm. so if you don't love it, it, it ain't worth it. Because a lot of people think you can just get clothing brands and make some money. It's cool. Yeah. And it's a lot to go into it, especially when a lot of people think they can get in a clothing brand. And, you know, it's oversaturated, I feel like, sometimes. But, like, as you see, like, slowly brands have been falling off and we've been, like, growing. And I like the slow growth that we have. You mentioned that. Yeah. And, I mean, you said a lot right there. For me, um, consistency is key. And it's, you know in anything that you do but to your point and I love that Skrilla shared this with you I'm truly envious of folks that can can say they're doing something that they love and that they're passionate about I haven't um dedicated I think myself to my full-time passion so the fact that you kind of get to live I'm gonna say a dream in quotes because a dream can also it can be difficult sometimes you're gonna have right. to go through some things you're gonna have some trials and some tribulations but the yeah. fact that you get to do it every day that's so dope so it's a love story for sure though yeah yeah makes you think of like poetic justice right with like Janet Jackson and Tupac like love story I love that um my next question really kind of centers around, and you you mentioned him a couple of times, so I wonder if your your answer may change. But is there anyone you look up to, and if you do look up to uh, to them, why do you look up to them? Mm. At this moment, yeah. You know, uh, I look up to different people, though. You know, as I get older, I look up. I got I get older, so when I was younger, I really used to look up to Tupac, but okay. he died at 26, and I'm 29. Uh, yeah. And so I don't, you know, I'm older, so now I like Jay Z. I look up to Jay Z. Okay. Um, Why? I look up to Jay Z uh, because like he handles business. He know when to get in, when to get out. He don't stay in drama. Okay. You know, he has a wife, kids, and everything like that, and he just live. He's just a picture of. Of uh, handling your business and the life I want, you know, I want to have a wife and kids. You know, okay. everybody have their skeletons in their closet. Come you know, on, they gonna say something about you. Talk about, about it. He handles his business. He not, you know, doing a lot. You know. Yeah. I also look up to uh, Larry June. He's not, you know, as famous as. Yeah, who's he? He's a rapper in the okay. Bay. I I got on him when I was uh, in the Bay, but he's he's real big in Atlanta. But he mm-hmm. he talk about you know. Just, just real life stuff, kind of similar to J. Cole. Uh, nah, it's, no. more, it's 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 an, it's a it's a mixture of like currency and uh, Jay Z. Cause he talk about you know getting money and mm-hmm. he talk about like healthy. Like his whole slogan is uh like organic and healthy and things like that. So yeah. I, I look up to him and I look up to different designers though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Pierre Moss. 
Okay. PF, the designers is probably who I look at more. Okay. Like, I listen to Jay-Z and his music, but I be looking at different designers, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I know a lot of going on right about Kanye right now. Like, speak, but we might like him. Everybody <laughs> might like him next week, you know? So, I, I it's like It's always how, something, isn't it? Yeah. So, I like how he can make a design and then, like, we and like change the culture. I like that, you and know? you see everybody um, wearing it, and then yeah. he can switch up something, throw out something completely new, yeah. and then everyone kind of hops like, on she, it. I mean, that's, that's cool, but I really like how he... He made shoes like all we was all people was wearing like black folk. He was wearing Yeezys. I we still ain't got my pair, honey. Yeah, we was wearing Jordans before that. Yeah, that's all it was. But never now, owned a pair of Jordans. He made he made some new silhouettes and whatnot. So he really changed it and like hmm. people are wearing like different shoes now. You know, yeah. and he he's bringing like you know him along with uh, uh Virgil and everybody. Yeah. But, well, uh, let me stop you there. Is that your goal? To change the silhouettes of, of t-shirts and street wear and streetwear, or uh, I mean, yeah, I, I want to get to the point. My goal right now is uh, is just like you know building the brand, you know building the brand, and I and I do want to make shoes. I used to draw shoes when I was in sixth grade. Okay, trying to find those pictures. My, I'm trying to have my mom find those pictures, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I want to keep going. Like just from seeing like. Uh, just where we came from until now. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, I'm like right now, it's like I'm like, because I've been, now it's like, you know, I've been on the West Coast, you know, and like doing, working and, you know, doing, doing photography and everything. But mm-hmm. now I can really focus on it. Now that I can really focus on it, like I've been meeting, been around more people that's in the fashion world, mm-hmm. learning more things. And um, just like I was in the box, you know. We had a good crowd, but now we can outside of that box. You know what I mean? Okay. That designer's creative box, you know? Yeah. I want to, like, really, like, be, like, you know, Jerry Lorenzo. Like, I want to be, like, real big. Maybe, like, be a creative director for a big brand. Okay. It might be on my steps to, like, becoming, like, one of the greatest. But, like, the fashion world is, like, I'm really into it now. So, we'll dig into that in just a little bit. But talk about... um, you switched some locations. So you, you were in Albany, you were in Velasta, I heard California, a little bit of Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And we, we talked about consistency, but you know, share a little bit more about your personal life and how that kind of like impacted this business. Cause when you were in the Bay, were you focused on this or did, did we switch focus? Like how did, how do you continue to scale up when you were in different places? Or was that for a reason? Was that purposeful? Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, it's definitely a love story. So, okay. it might take a few minutes to explain. But, That's you know, uh, we started in 2014. Okay. 2016 is when I uh, named it O'Baron Asher. Mm-hmm. And John was like, he was going to be O'Baron Black. And it was just like some weird stuff going on between. Mm-hmm. Then until uh, like 2018, John said he wanted to just do his own thing and leave the whole of Baron to me. And okay. then, so between like, I graduated about also 2015, moved to Atlanta with my ex-girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. We moved together in 2017 in Atlanta. Uh, and I was working every day, but I wasn't really focused on the clothes. So I was working at Sprint. You know, at that time, I'm thinking, like, okay, I can, I'm going to move up with it. You know, mm-hmm. young, personal mind. Like, but it really wasn't that, you know, that wasn't where I wanted to go. Okay. Um, I started being a store manager up here, and it was just stressful. And I left the job. 
kind of got, they tried to fire me. They tried to move me to another store, and I was just like, wasn't happening. I was over it. I had just watched, <laughs> I had just watched this video about Bobby Hundreds leaving school mm-hmm. and pursuing his dream and how he did it. So that had me inspired. So I basically like quit, fired, whatever. Dope. Um, the whole time, like you know, I had, I went, through, I was going through a, like a bad breakup, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I had lost a job and I had got a new apartment and whatnot, and I was just kind of sad. Like I was like. I, like a dark cloud on me. I was just like in That's like real was, life though. Like yeah, I don't I know how sad. sometimes you bounce you bounce yeah. through that, you know? Yeah, it was crazy how I bounced back, but uh you know, I was doing what I do and then <laughs> uh we were broken up, that mm-hmm. had me I had went to jail. I got out of jail hmm. for some, um for a, for like a night and then okay. um, and uh I got out and we and I was like, man, the people was like, I gotta leave the apartment. Wait, the pe- so like, the got, new apartment you just got? Yeah, they was like, I gotta, you gotta leave, you know, because I was like, uh, I had gotten to like a fight at the apartment, you know. Okay, uh, no, it's real life. Podcast, but <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> this, we're also real life though, so they know that. So uh, that's fine. So I mean, you know, you know, so we got. I, I had, I had to leave, but I mean, kind of a blessing because like I, I didn't have no job. I didn't know how I was gonna pay the rent anyway. <laughs> I was gonna just ask you about that. I had like, money wait, saved, up, you know, but I was like, okay, I don't know how I was gonna pay that, but uh, we got a kid out, and I was like calling people, and um, I had called one of my line brothers, and they was like kind of like not weren't answering fast enough, but mm-hmm. uh, but uh. I uh, I called Jamal and Monte. They stayed in the apartment. I was like, I need to stay on the couch. I'll pay, you know, whatever. You know? Mm-hmm. First, I was expecting not to pay, but then I, he was like two hundred dollars a month. At that time, that was kind of hard for me to do. I think. Yeah. But it it wasn't. It was it was just a it wasn't hard, but I had to work for it. Yeah. And I was like, they're hustlers, so I kind of used that as training camp. Both of them, both of them were, uh, didn't have jobs. Yeah. I mean, regular jobs, but they were making enough money to have cars and have. Yeah. Rent. And Jamal's was, DJing, right? At this yeah, Jamal point. was okay. DJing. Monte, Eric, some people call him Eric. Yeah. Mr. Commando Joe, he was a uh, fitness trainer. Got you, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing his thing. Yeah, so I got over there. We really just, we all like in the same mode. Like, they was in the mode already. They hustling. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting my body right. I'm waking up early, going to the gym two times a day with Joe. They, he doing stuff to promo his stuff. Uh, Ma's showing me how to use Photoshop better. Okay. Jamal just really pushing me. Like, he, I, I paid the rent every month. You know, I was doing different things and getting money. Like, he was like, shoot. Sometimes, because this is when I started picking up my camera more. Okay. And so, he was like, sometimes you got to get some money from Obey, use some money to pay Obey, from Obey to pay rent. And sometimes you got to do some photos. You just got to hustle. And yep. like, then I was just hustling, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, you know, hustling and getting better and just hungry. And then... I landed an uh, internship at Cam Curry Studios because Skrilla was up there. Mm-hmm. My other line brother, Adrian, was up there. But Skrilla got me the job, the internship, and mm-hmm. I used that. I wasn't getting paid, but, you know, I, I still had that hustle mentality in me. Mm-hmm. And I was shooting a lot of photos. I was I had, like, a T5. That's, like, a basic model candidate for people who don't know. Um, but uh, I was shooting in that, and I was, and I was, I was like, doing good and like you know people was hitting me up for photo shoots you know because at first it was slower but people was hitting me up every day started hitting me up every day for photo shoots and i was getting them done mm-hmm. and uh every time i was still doing that's when i came up with the cut different slogan and, and those hoodies went crazy mm, okay um, i was wondering when that came in yeah to play. 
And okay. it's kind of like from Asher. Gotcha. Asher is a type of diamond cut, so that's why we use cut different. I never knew that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's going to look up some diamonds, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like right, that. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that, mm-hmm. I had hoodies on me. I was doing different clothes, and so I would always bring some hoodies to me to the studio because the campfire studios, it was always... Had new uh, people there, right? Famous people. Yep. Uh, people were a lot of, at that time, Instagram models and Instagram famous people was kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And like, in the Catbird studio, it was just like cool people. Like, it kind of like built my cloud up and made it, made it look cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, right place, right time, honestly. Yeah, it was like, and it was growing too. Like, it was the beginning stages. I was, and it was like, I was running a whole bunch of other like creatives and I yep. was like really feeding into it. And like, I was still learning. And like building a brand and like just working hard and I was doing good and then my friend called me. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is I started in 2018 around the spring of 2018 at Camp Studios and around like February mm-hmm. after the Super Bowl it was like this big Nike thing we did with the studios and everything. We did a lot of stuff at the studio. Okay, that's a, a whole other story. Yeah, so, um, okay. My boy Trent Brown, mm-hmm. he uh, he had just won the Super Bowl with. Uh, with uh, New England. I think I remember you posting something about like, pictures. I, this is jogging my memory because Trent is a tall, big guy. Yeah, he yeah. was a good military guy. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's how I know him because I went to GMC. Yeah, GMC was prep. In, I was in like prep school 6th to 12th yeah. grade, but you know you know the Juco people. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he's a big guy. He's like the biggest tackle. He was really the best tackle. Um, mm-hmm. And they had just come off the Super Bowl and he had called me. He was like, he was like, uh, I want you to be my photographer like that. Okay. And at that time, like, when I was broke, I was going to call my dad. I was going to call my dad. And I'm like, what? You know, because, like, that whole journey, like, uh, when I was working at the studio, mm-hmm. it was something every week, like, from God telling me I had to start paying tithes every week, you know, and just really listening to the sermons every week. And it was like, you know, sometimes you listen to sermons for a while and, like, some weeks you just don't get nothing out of it. Like, what is it? Who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. But every week, I was I was getting something mm-hmm. out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I feel like it was for me. Okay. Kind of the person, you know, it was my preacher back home and it was like, okay, God wrecked with me, I'm paying tithes. Dope. I was skeptical about paying tithes, I started getting more money. And so but then like I was paying it and like it was just be blessings on blessing and blessing, mm-hmm. you know. Um and he called me. That was a blessing. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay. They were like, he gonna. So I ended up getting signed through his agency. Okay. And so he was like, my agent gonna call. You. Agent gonna call you. Okay. And so you know. And at that time, we didn't know where we was gonna go. So I think we had after the Super Bowl, we was in Miami, for, Miami for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. Training. I'm shooting. You know. Um, I think I remember you posting some of those pictures. And I'm gonna yeah. actually interrupt you right here, and then I'm gonna let you jump back into it. Uh-huh. But it's so crazy while you were talking. My next question for you, and you kind of went ahead and answered it, but we'll dig in a little bit more, was how have you seen God's hand in everything? And you went ahead and kind of mentioned like he started to really, or at least you started to pay attention because he's always speaking, but you really started to pay attention and really hear from him at a particular time in your life where you really, you, you needed to, right? So, I mean, we're talking about not just listening to sermons, but I think you really tapping into your relationship with God. Right. That's right? a good. That's a good. That's a good way to put it. Because when I was still staying on Jamal and in, in uh, Eric's couch, yeah, um, I started like seeing like how he talked to me, mm-hmm. and it was like he talked to me in like coincidence. Coincidences. Yeah. Uh, 
And I was like, okay, that's how he communicated with me, you know. Um, you started to learn his voice through started, like, his, his way. Voice. Yeah, I, was, I had yeah, started yeah. getting close to him, going to church, and then paying tithes, and just yeah. like, really being close to him during that time. Okay. And I, and I think that helped me out a lot. Sometimes I got weak, but look, you're some human. People come in and like, but he was telling me, you know, so to keep moving and everything. So to bring you back, you got signed through the agency. Y'all are in Miami. You're shooting with Trent Steele in the like, end. Uh, the first day, the NFL. I can't think of the right term. Uh, what? But uh, the first day, at free agency or whatever, mm-hmm. they signed. Uh, they signed him to the Raiders all on the news. Okay. Here, like he's like the talk of the town. Him and Antonio Brown signed to the Raiders. Okay. You know. Got you. Uh, they both signed to the Raiders, and so now nah, we got him. That's why you were in Vegas. This is why I was in Miami. Okay, so this, Miami, but I'm still like y'all. This brand new, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I'm still like it's still brand new. I'm still mm-hmm. okay. So I'm like, man, I ain't like. I'm at the studio. My brand starting to do good. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I'm not really, I'm not really trying to move though at this point. But I was like, bro, you gotta go, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause like Trent, he was like, we just say age, but he was almost, he was like uh, a big bro for me. Mm-hmm. Always, you know. Um, but we was like, you gotta go, and I was like, I'm glad. I, I was scared to move across the country. I ain't never been on on the West Coast. Like, I know, I but like, you needed the experience. Out. Yeah, I'm glad I did. I love yeah. the West Coast now. Um, but we moved to Oakland. Long story short, moved to Oakland, and uh, that's when I was shooting with the Ra- him and the Raiders, and really got better with the. Because uh, yeah, before then, I was just doing portraits of people, but now I started okay. doing better at lifestyle photography and the sports. Real good at sports. I got a lot of great shots in. Okay. I'm still a Raiders fan to this day because, like, watching every game on the field was just... It's a whole different experience, yeah. I bet. Whole One day. Oh, uh, it'd be so dope. A whole different experience. I'm a football fan. Every girl, game, like, I was, like, following every game. But yeah. Now, I can't watch all the games now because they don't air out here sometimes. But. Yeah. And so, does he yeah. still play for the Raiders? No, he came no. back to the Patriots. Uh, he did his, this is second year back with the Patriots. Okay. But uh, Oakland, then we moved to Vegas, and I stayed in Vegas for a year mm-hmm. after he left. So I was in Vegas for two years. Got you. So what um, year is that? I just moved back a few months ago. So from oh. like 20. So what happened was we we, we drove from Oakland. Mm-hmm. We had we're in the truck. I put my car on the back of the truck. I mean, back on the uh, car. And mind you, he thought it was in there. He was the highest paid line. Um, Lineman ever mm-hmm. at that time. Okay. Um, but we had drove to um, meet him and my homeboy Greg. We drove to Vegas in 2019. Had a had a ball. <laughs> we got you know we were so messed up. Uh, we thought we were messed up, but it probably was coronavirus. So that was 2019 going into 2020. Okay. Um, and so we was flying back home to Austin, around Austin, Texas. That's where he from. Oh, so we okay. went there. But we would have to catch a flight. We both were so sick that we had to, had to do a private jet. And I was so happy because I was like, bro, it was no way I was, I was going to be able to stand through TSA because I was hurt when I said. So, so you probably was, had Corona. didn't know it was Corona. Yeah, we point. didn't know yet. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This was before Kobe had passed away. But we went to Austin and mm-hmm. we got stuck in Austin the whole COVID, you know, press about. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, so I was supposed to be in Vegas from like January to like whatever. Yeah. But, uh, you know, going to Vegas in August 2020. Okay. Uh, the end of July, basically. And then uh, the whole half and then 
So like a year and a half or like two years out there. And I just moved back around this summer. Okay. This 2022 again. Oh, wow. So how's it like coming back to Georgia being in Atlanta in comparison to Vegas? And I mean, it can kind of flow into my next question on, you know, where do you see your brand O'Baron in the next five years? We kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but... Where do you, I mean, different locations, what, what does it look like for you? And two, you keep saying, and that's the one thing I want to make sure people hear, um, O'Baron is a brand, so it's going to expand. You mentioned shoes at one point that may be happening. Um, we have hoodies, we have t-shirts, we have bags, but like just different things. What What is yeah. happening? Definitely get into cutting stuff and like really designing. Okay. Um, just really like not just, you know, the average brand now with t-shirts and you know we really like starting to like I'm gonna create I wanna create something new that people ain't haven't seen before like yeah. a piece where like you know a t-shirt everybody got a t-shirt mm-hmm. you know I might but I wanna start creating themes where you know another brand haven't different. done before you know yeah. so something that's like dog like, that's different like you know like I, I like what it's fit different you know like I said like setting trends for real though but like no I okay. know now we got to get that base and like really get that following to really set trends and to do that you know so okay yeah. so um really we're gonna get ready to wrap this up because you are a busy man but not only that you have something really huge coming up this right. weekend you're like opening your first live storefront which y'all this is where we're recording right now and it's so dope and i'm super excited and just really happy for him so um let's talk about the process of opening your first storefront how did you find the venue where is it at make sure you tell these like tell folks that are listening mm-hmm. um and then i got a couple more questions regarding the storefront but start there yeah so it's you know it's downtown by georgia state okay good price you know just a deal i couldn't you know i couldn't pass up you know okay. And, you know, I, I signed it in August. It's the end of October now. So mm-hmm. it took all that time to, like, you know, get everything painted. And it, it's, this place looked totally different. But then now, how it looked before. Yeah. Okay. Not a, it's a, you know, the, the paint on the wall was pink. Now everything is white. And okay. uh, this was like a hair salon before this. So, <laughs> okay. Um, painting the floors and everything like that. So that, you know, I did a lot of that myself. Okay. Um, bought some things, you know quick transform you know for for my first for my fourth first store mm-hmm. you know nothing nothing too crazy but uh took a couple months you know just money and things like that because we had a pop-up but it got rained out so that caused us to like miss a lot of sales okay so that kind of like put a dent we didn't we didn't uh you didn't plan on that we didn't get what we were supposed to get that day so that gotcha. kind of slowed us up you know and mm-hmm. me not having a job and everything it's been kind of hard but like i know god keep making a way yep and uh got a good got a good team you know so yeah, yeah. so let's talk about team how big is your team mm-hmm. um and then we're gonna hop back to the store because i really want to i want you to describe the vibe of the store like when people walk in like what do you want them to feel when they walk in? And then how do you want them to feel when they leave the store, when they purchase something? Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about team, and then we'll get into the vibe of the store. Okay. Team, I have about, uh, like, nine of us. Okay. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of people on the team throughout the year. So, I mean, once you're a baron, it's for everybody. But 
about nine of us right now is mm-hmm. we all pretty much do a job, you know? Okay. That's what we're trying to do. If You know, right now we're trying to do, like, jobs that's going to get us to the next level. Because we've been okay. doing stuff that got us to this level. Now mm-hmm. we have to do stuff to get us to the next level. Okay. Would you, you mind know? sharing a little bit, like, maybe, like, structure? Like, because when we're talking to, like, young entrepreneurs that are listening, when, they, when they're building out their team. I mean, you started with a partner. Now you don't have a partner. And then you do have a team of nine folks supporting you and the brand. You don't have to go into detail, detail. But, like, give me maybe three main positions that has really... I, really I mean, when you start a brand for like, for like young entrepreneurs, I mean, I feel like unless it's like your brother or something or whatever, I feel like you should do it yourself for a while because, okay. and then, you know, a lot of people start brands and be like five folks, like that don't, that, that <laughs> it don't, never works out well when you have five different people. Nah, it don't because everybody's the same level. Like it has to be a level. Someone has to be the person that makes the final decision okay. on different things, but then you got your on different departments and that and that takes time you know um and so a lot of things that the keep for on uh, the brand the key positions is logistics mm-hmm. um chris vick is over there and that's just like getting people that stuff um shipping yep. you know uh product and all that and storing and that goes kind of go hand in hand with the customer service and tyler does the customer service and he does like help with the marketing and whatnot, mm-hmm. just getting people to know about it through uh, email, texting, and emailing people back if they have questions and things like that. He does a good job. And, okay. you know, we still like, we, we, we got to have some, you got to have people that does me, that do media. I was, I'm blessed to do photography and I'm blessed to have a f- lot of friends that are good with media. So, yeah, to make everything look good. So, you got to have that, uh, you know. But right now, I can say that Tyler and Chris, um, they really do that job. You know, it's, it's other jobs we're trying to fill in mm-hmm. with, with the team that people can do a better job at, but that just take good leadership and there's time or like if people can't do the job you just gotta get somebody else no matter uh like they still a gang but they still part of the crew but it's like okay now it's time to level up so now we need somebody that that's either you're gonna do it or somebody that's, that's an expert at this you know what i'm saying correct yeah you can't stay you know if you really love it you can't just uh be mediocre yeah. you gotta keep pushing yeah that's why it's better to have one or maybe two people at the top of one person to make the decision because you got five people and one person do that, you can't get rid of because huh. he, he owned it too. So it's like... Too many um, chiefs in the kitchen yeah, at that be. point. Can't you, can't, you can't survive like that. Yeah, you so, could be a chief, but then like, okay, like Tyler uh-huh. and then Chris, y'all, they chiefs over the dishes. I, I, I don't have to worry about nothing. Yeah. They were done. They keep over that. Everybody be chief over everything. And it ain't like... And I don't like to say the word chief, but like leader. Yeah. Um... You know, it's just like okay, I don't did I did everything in the brand first, so I know how to do you know everything. How everything I know how to fill in or yep. something. You know, you know, Chris better at it. Yeah, Chris better at that than me. Yeah, Tyler better at that than me, but I can still go in and step in and do it. But they, you know, as a goer, they're gonna have people under them. You know? Exactly. So, I mean, you just yeah. dropped a lot of like gems. There is really starting off. You need to know every aspect of your business. And then as you decide to scale up and grow, you get people that you trust, but also trust, people that are kind of experts who are just really good at that and can do it better than you. You don't yeah, want to hire of, anybody that can do people, better than you. A lot of you. people don't have people they trust, though. I'm just blessed to have people that I trust. Just, yeah. You know, a lot of them, a lot of them are my frat brother, but, you know, 
good trustworthy people. You know, at first we had people that we were just cool with, but they'll probably have me. They'll be it'll be a problem with me telling them to do something. You know. Yeah, it doesn't. It's my friend. You know, so it ain't gonna. It's not gonna work. But like, I respect you. You respect me and your daddy. I'm not your daddy. Yeah. Um. You're not like Drake, Poppy's home. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like just me, just just blessed because like. You know, people. I pay. I pay my crew. Like we have pop ups and different things, and I look out for them. But yeah, and they get the, the clothes regular price, like um, the price it costs to make. But it's like, you know, you I gotta don't make have, money. I don't you have gotta. a pay. I don't. They don't have a payroll, but it's like they they're good, trustworthy people. You know yep. what I'm saying? So you have to look out for them. And then now that we're actually getting bigger, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll get there feel, at some yeah, point. You know? So exactly, I know I'm blessed to have that. You okay, know, a lot of people not. Yeah, so that'd be the that'd be the main thing, you know, like just having people you trust, you know. So, so trust is family. key. Yeah, trust is key. So, um, going to the vibe of the store. The vibe, yeah. How would you describe that? How do you want people to feel when they walk in? How do you want people to feel when they leave? And then I'll give you the opportunity to share some handles and good stuff. So vibe yeah, of the might, store. You might have to just give y'all a playlist of the vibe of the store, but you know, <laughs> I just right now I'm just on this whole thing like some cool like, not the jocks but the cool guys at school or like okay. uh, that dress nice you know like it's real smooth though like uh, he's a kappa y'all as you can tell that's what <laughs> not, he's describing not, right no, now. Not like kappa though, but like. <laughs> Like, like, like I said, like Jay Z or Tupac over like a cold train beat. You okay. know, like uh, you go go to our Instagram page now and like look at the vibe. It's mm-hmm. like jazz, but still rap with that street with a little street edge for cool though. You feel me? Yeah. So that's the vibe. The music gonna come in. Is the music when you come to walk the store? The music gonna be there. Okay. White walls, you know, like an art gallery. He loves Tim's. He loves her voice. Yeah, I love, <laughs> love, love, love Tim's. Okay. And then if I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here Saturday and I purchase, um, the puffer jacket. Like, how do you want me to feel like leaving the store? Like I'm on top of the world. Like, how would you describe that? Cause I, I mean, today I think some, as, as a customer, some of the, the first things that I notice when I walk into a, a store is like, first of all, how does it feel? Like, you know, I'm all about black and white. So I'm glad when I walked mm. in, I was like, Ooh, it's white. Thank you, Lord. I like, I pay attention to the smell. I want it to kind of feel really just right. nice. Right. Um, honestly, I like the way a man smells. Like it smells like a man cool. Most women like that. Boy, any man would like that too. Yeah, um, and then it's about different. customer service too. I don't like walking in a store and someone don't speak like, just what's up? How you yeah. doing? Da, da, da. So, you know, just, being in sales and um you know, you just, been, sales. Just, just been yeah sprint just being the person I, I am really though, you know. Uh before this this journey, like like this journey, like this last year I would go into stores that I like, especially on the West Coast, you know. Okay. In Vegas and LA I was in LA I was going to a whole bunch of uh, stores, you know, boutiques and stuff like that. Like yeah. checking them out and things like that and I was taking little bits and pieces from all of them. But uh, you know, that's what I think, you know, that's one of the things that I know that me and my crew got. We mm-hmm. uh we joke around a lot, we good people, we people people, we people person person whatever. We personable. You're... And uh so, <laughs> They're charismatic know, and they're personable. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people like us and laugh with us, so I think we use that and um you know, at first like people pro- people was probably surprised by how professional we were just from like, you know, we taking the brand serious and we gonna have everybody doing what they need to do and mm-hmm. yeah so 
So you want people you know, to I want you to leave. I want you to feel when you buy something, when you come and buy something, I want you to feel like you uh, it's worth the money you spend. Okay. Good quality, you know. So I don't want you to feel cheated. I want you to be able to come back and do different things with us, you know. Yeah. Different events we have, you know. But I want you to, you know, just become part of the O'Baron family. I love that. I really love that. And that's the best the best thing that you can say because you don't want a one-time customer. You want people who are always trying to come back for more. They see something new drop or, hey, I, I'm, I know I'm big on, I can buy the same thing like four or five times because yeah. I like, I'll use like... Yeah, you like, you like our style. So yeah, you know. You want people that are like, yeah, we want to influence the culture. So exactly. the more we can influence it, the better. Perfect. So we're going to wrap this up. I want to give you the opportunity to share uh, with my listeners your um, Instagram or Facebook mm-hmm. handles. You can do your personal as well as your brands um, just yeah. so they, they know that. And then I'll wrap it up. Uh, I mean, give me your uh, Husani Asher, H-U-S-A-N-I underscore A-S-S-C-H-E-R. And the brand is O'Baron Asher, O-B-E-R-O-N. A S S C H E R. You know, so hopefully it'll be a link where you can click it or something. But I'll include go to the website www.albearandasher.com. So yeah, I'll be it. sure to include that in the description. And um, Sonny, I always like to end um, my podcast by asking um, the person. <laughs> I know we're wrapping it up. Asking the person, um, what is their what, what's your favorite song right now? Just give me your favorite song and I'll wrap it up. Um, Head High. That's my favorite song right now. Head High. Who's that by? It's by, uh, can I play it? Uh, no, no, you're going to copyright me, so no. Oh, okay. You it's can't. Head High by, uh, you know, I've been watching Raising Canaan a lot, so I like it. It's by Joy Badass, but Joy Badass. Oops, I guess. <laughs> that's his name. Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> that's his name. He, uh, he unique on, uh, on Power, on Raising Canaan, but, uh. It's the song, because right now I'm, I'm tired of people. I'm like so tired of like the the rapping about this bragging and all and rapping about stuff. shooting and killing and drugs and all that. And it is like detrimental to us. I feel like and he rapping about keeping your head high. Like people that's from places that we are from, and it's and it's just a good vibe and that match. That song really matched the vibe and how I want you to feel when you walk into the store. That's one of the songs. So head high. My um, Joey B, hey, whatever. <laughs> but that's his name, though. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so good. Well, I just did wanna, good for 45 right? Um, I just want to say thank you so much for yeah. being a part of the Hello Darling family. Um, I'm excited to see the store officially open on Saturday. Um, and thank you all uh, so much for listening. Um, and please continue to come back and map out your life with me.